There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 87 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 6 of season 3 of Dark Matter. Okay, two things. I can't believe we're already on episode 6. I know. And then I can't believe we're already on episode 87 of Sci-Fi Talk. This is crazy. (laughs) Yes, it is. I can't believe we've been doing it so long. So, we got some pretty decent... Uh, ratings news, I think. So, why don't we talk about that? Right. Episode 6 brought in a 0.13 in adults 18 to 49 and 0.583 million viewers, dropping it down to 63rd in the cable shows. Fortunately, our live plus sevens for episode 3 are in and it tied for 17th in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain, going from a 0.2 to a 0.4. For an increase of 100%. Nice. And it was also 8th in viewers percentage gain, going from 0.608 to 1.25 million viewers for an increase of 106%. That's impressive, and I'm happy. Yes, we need to keep it, make sure those lives are over a million viewers, and keep this up, we'll be all right. All right, so why don't we jump into episode 6. All right, episode six, one last card to play. The crew of the alternate Raza from the episode Stuff to Steal, People to Kill, Portia, Boone, Tash, and Wexler steal an Ashido prison ship. Impersonating two, three, two and three, Portia and Boone arrange to transport some missiles for the Mikkei Combine and steal the missiles and the payment. The real Raza crew attempt to recover the missiles. A series of plots and counterplots ensues, as a result of which five holds Portia and Boone prisoner aboard the Raza, and Tash holds three aboard the stolen ship. Tash rejects five's offer of a prisoner exchange and prepares to destroy the Raza, but the alternate android shoots Tash and agrees to the term surrendering the stolen missiles. Intimidated by the danger and intensity of the Raza's adventures, Adrian leaves the ship, accompanied by Solara. Later, Portia negotiates an alliance with Ferris Corp's Commander Neiman, and the Raza crew returns to Six's colony to find the population apparently killed. Yeah. So, when this started, I'm like, what is going on? I felt like things were really weird. And it took me quite a while to even, like, light bulb. Right. (laughs) Ah, so... I felt kind of dumb that I did not know this was the alternate crew. Right. So, did you know right away? Oh, as soon as I saw Wexler and Tosh, I knew that it was the alternate crew. Oh, but I meant, like, before you seen them. Oh, no. Okay. That's what I mean, so. Yeah, no, they they apparently have collected quite a bit of information 
about the rise of over these last uh, however long it's been, and they played it spot on. I mean, they knew that there was an attempt on um, Rio's life, so they were able to get into that crowd and get put on the ship, and they didn't. They convinced Rio. Yeah, that's Rio true. Rio didn't notice that they were any different. Which kind of surprised me. Uh, yeah, you would think he probably would have noticed. I think nope. had he not been so, I don't know, emotional, that maybe he would have figured that out. Right. But I, I don't know. Rio, he just, ugh. That's all I can and say. Even Font didn't realize. See, does she even know about the alternate crew, though? No, I don't think she does. Okay, so I can see her not catching right. on. I don't know. So let's talk about the Ashita prison slash warship. All right. Rio has gathered all the friends and families of last week's assassin and is sending them to Anari 7 for interrogation. I'm sure that'll go totally well. Yeah. And we see 2 and 3 has gotten into the group and convinced their leader to help them overtake the ship. I'm thinking, okay, maybe there, this isn't really an Ishida ship. Maybe, in fact, it is the Raza, and they somehow have it, like, set up, so they think that's what it is. Hmm. But, yeah, apparently, no. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the leader insists that one of his people go with them as they take control of the ship, but then we find out that, yeah, maybe not um, our crew as they... Kill the lady and then space the prisoners. Yeah, that's when I'm like, what is what? happening? <laughs> yes. I say, that's not our two. Yeah, I think I was sitting there with my mouth open like, why? I don't understand. Right. What has happened to two? Yeah, that was just kind of crazy. And I'm very glad that we figure out pretty quickly then that it's not our crew because I was like, something weird happened and I don't like it. Now, of course, our alternate two contacts Trufant and makes a deal to smuggle cargo for the Mikay. And after that, Rio contacts his ship and finds out that it's been stolen. And even though he admits to two that, yes, Nix was killed, but not by his own hand, which two doesn't know, mm-hmm. alt two plays it off and... As Rio gets more and more upset, she just finally hangs up on him. Well, I'm, I'm sure at that point he's just like, okay, it's because I finally admitted about Nix. Right. But, yeah, he's like a little kid. He starts, like, yelling and kind of... Right, stomping his foot yes. and going a fit. So that's why I'm like, all right, there's no way he's going to be able to uh, to figure anything out because he's too caught up in his own head right now. Right. Way too emotional, which is not the Rio we know. But at the same time, they just killed all those people, so there you go. You can just say that that's what happens. Yeah. He doesn't have to admit the ship was stolen. Right. <laughs> yeah, he he got his justice, but there's not going to be a trial. No, because I think we still said it was hashtag stupid. Saki, yes. Saki. <laughs> I'll say Mike, sorry. Now, of course, they get end up getting the cargo and the payment, and then they make a hastily uh, retreat, thus making Trufant very, very angry. Right. And I love how she just calls him. She's like, where's my stuff? And they're like, what are you talking about? Right. And, like, that doesn't even 
set anything off for her. No. Maybe they should have said something. Yeah. Uh, quite possibly would have been a um, proper plan of um, thing to do. Yeah. Well, I just love that in the future then, or not in the future, future, but the future of the episode, let me put it that way. So towards the end, she's like, okay, we're going to need a code word or something from now on. Right. <laughs> so at least she's not like, I don't believe you. So, I mean, that right. was good. Oh, yeah. Trufant definitely has realized that, yeah, we got a alternate Raza crew out there, and so she will have to be more careful when dealing with the Raza to make sure it's not faux Raza that she's dealing with. <laughs> so something had popped up, and somebody had asked if there was an alternate five. And then it seems later, just from what we see, that there wasn't an alternate five. Right. Because they kind of didn't even know who she was. Right. And it was also brought up about one not making the trip, not joining that crew to tag along as um, the Raza returned to our universe. Hmm. So we may have actually seen the last of any version of one. I wonder if he just had other stuff coming up and could be basically his wave like, you know, I have this other contract. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of already were talking about Rio and how he is just being a butt, <laughs> like yes. a child. He he meets with his generals for an update on the blockade and uh, decides to move ships to a different location, even if it means he's going to lose out on allies, which is kind of stupid in the middle of a war. Exactly. And then ask. Yeah, because their sacrifice will not go unnoticed. Right. Okay. Not everybody wants to sacrifice for you. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah. And then asking Teku for an update on the assassination attempt because he wants those who are responsible to be in front of a court by the end of the week. Okay. That's not really how it's going to happen. No. Come on. And I know at one point too, even. Masaki's like, I can't believe you're taking any kind of information from him and, and you believe him. It's like, uh, who's he going to believe, lady? <laughs> you, who went against everything he said already? And then, of course, with his stomping and whining and, I want to go after the Raza. They took my ship. Rah, 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 rah. Right. You don't sound like a leader. Not at all. And I think this is... This attitude is, if anything, what is going to have his people turn on him. Right. Even though this is what Masaki thinks needs to happen, like, he needs to be like this, it's going to have them all turn. Yep. So, let's talk about the Raza again. All right. Five is trying to get a hold of six, but he is not answering. And we aren't talking about one or two calls. We're talking about half a dozen. Yes. Now, of course... Android tries to comfort her, and it goes about as well as Three's attempt in the uh, time loop episode. In most of his attempts, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Android's trying. Yes, she is. Now, of course, True Font calls and has her own little hissy fit about um, what the crew has done and breaks off their alliance and... Till the cargo is returned. So basically, Trufant tells them, well, if they're an alternate crew, then you need to go get my missiles back and the money. Oh, Trufant. And, of course, we get a little scene where Adrian and Solara are in their quarter, and Adrian ponders being on the Raza and whether or not they should be there. 
I now, just, of course. Uh, I, I think that's stupid. Come on. Right. Where are you going to go? What, where else are you going to get around quickly and at least know that you're mostly protected? And I say mostly because if you're sitting on a planet, you have no idea what's coming. Right. At least on the Raza, you have a better shot. Yes, I agree completely with that. Now, of course, the Raza has other ideas, and they have Adrian contact the alternate Raza, informing them that he has a buyer for their cargo and sets up a meeting. And again, at least there is an Adrian in their universe, and they know who he is. Right. Or they played it off real well, one of the two. Right. And so from this point forward, we basically get an unbelievable game of chess. Yes. On who's going to make the move that's going to uh, capture the other person's uh, king, shall we say. It was fun with the back and forth here. Oh, yes, it was. And who was going to outthink who? That was just amazing. Because the meeting between Adrian and Wexler doesn't go well at all. Of course, Adrian pulls his gun that they give him, only to find out it didn't have any bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's going to our gun. He's like, I was pulling up my pants. Uh, That would have been bad had he had the need of that gun. Right. You'd have kind of expected Wexler to um, definitely have a weapon, but fortunately the, the Raza crew shows up, and at least Solara gets a... um, Good punch in on Wexler. Yeah, and I love that he asks what happened to Wexler in this this timeline. Right. She's like, oh, I spaced him. Wait, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, maybe you need to be a lot nicer all of a sudden, dude. Right. And then apparently the uh, alt crew doesn't care too much for him because they he says they're all waiting in the woods and he calls them out and nobody shows. Oh, they didn't tell you their plan, dude. Not a good thing. Right. You're expendable, dude. Oh, womp womp. Because Alt 2 is at our Marauder and takes care of 3 and replaces him with an Alt 3 on the Marauder Mm -hmm. and takes it up to the Raza. Yeah. Again, kind of fun. Yes, because Android notices the different clothing and then we get an Awesome fight scene between Android and Alt-2. Yes, because Alt-2 just tried to give the word to shut her down. She's like, we took that out. Yeah, (laughs) that doesn't work anymore. Uh, That was kind of funny. But then uh, when you have smart Alec Alt-3, who comes and like shoots the Android, he's like, oh, I didn't see that coming, huh? Yeah. Like, okay, but then, bam. Alt 3 is taken out by 5, and she's like, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was funny just because they're not expecting 5. That's not somebody who's part of their crew. Right. So, oh, well, guess you need to be ready for all contingents. Yes, and fortunately, our Raza was more prepared than the Alt Raza. Thank goodness. And then, and of course. Uh, can I just say to Alt Android... Because earlier, she's like mean. She's like, I can yeah, break her head was, off. It's like, right. What? Yeah. She definitely was, um, shall we say a little more aggressive than, um, uh, our, uh, Android. Uh, yeah. I'd say so. I just thought that was like, what? That was interesting. But, uh, we have five contacting the Ashita ship 
the, but you know, Tosh isn't in a bargaining mode, so she's like, all right, we're going to use one of these missiles on the Raza. But apparently, like I was saying a moment ago, all Android is like, mm, yeah, no, because Five's like, well, we have your people. We can take them out. And she's like, I can take you out, whatever. And the Android's yeah. like, I want my people back. And Tosh, you're done. Because she killed that's, her, right? I believe so. Yeah, that's what you get, Tosh. Yep. And then, and after that great back and forth with three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, that was kind of... Uh, it's like, ugh, I don't know if I want to be listening to this. Yeah, as in the previous episode, they're... Um, Tirade in the bed, shall we say. Yeah, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> it's too weird. Yes, and then, of course, we get just an absolutely wonderful scene with Android and Alt-Android on the surface of the planet discussing a deal and agreeing to a sort of detente, shall we say. I love this, and I want to like just see a short of this. Right, you know, just that. Just those I two, can, right? <laughs> I have your people 2.3 miles that way. Oh, I have yours 2.3 miles that way. Yeah, just the right. back and forth. Oh, it was just so funny. It's like, are you deceiving me? No. Are you deceiving me? No. <laughs> and what are the odds that they're both telling the truth? Right? I'd say slim and none. <laughs> That's just funny. But it was just so great because it was just done so deadpan. Right, yes. Uh, that was just that. I think that honestly was one of the best parts of the whole show. Yes, because you wanted to to just keep going. I just with yeah. that, like I do not raise my voice. I do not do anything. It's like ah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's funny though. Yeah. And then they let them go though. I was really surprised they let them go. Yes, like I thought it would be some kind of trap. But you have Alt Two, who decides to then meet with Neiman. And I love, she's like, oh, yeah, I've disconnected your comms. It's fine. We just have common enemies we should be dealing with. Right. And all of a sudden, she's like, I'm listening. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's an idiot. And I don't like him. And it's going to be now hashtag stupid demon. Right. Ugh. And I think I misspoke last episode saying that Adrian had wanted off then. Right. But I thought he started to kind of feel that last episode. I think so, too. And then he, you know, he's like, gets Trufant to actually help provide transportation to his uncle's place or something. Right. Uh, a planet in the Mikay uh, territory that has family on it. I don't understand why Solaro is okay with it, though, because she seemed to be getting along really well with the crew of the Raza. Right, but she was still under contract mm. and hasn't hadn't completed her contract, so, of course, she's going to stand by her word and complete her contract. Okay. Now, what was... Probably the creepiest part of the episode was Five coming into Adrian's quarters and telling him goodbye. I'm guessing, because we talked about this last episode, that it was just they're the closest in age. Right. But yeah, you have kind of that almost creepy, like, how old is he? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not, not quite sure, but she kisses him on the cheek. And gives him a look like... What you're uh, missing out on, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we talked about it. We think she's like 18, 19, right? Right. Somewhere between 18 and I'd say 20 is what we came up with. So Right. He's probably late 20s to early 30s. So, yeah, Yeah, it could happen. Still things are weird. I don't know. 
I wish they yeah. would give us an age. Yeah, it would be nice. And we had a Sarah moment. Yes, we do. Where three goes in yeah. to visit, and my how the place has changed. She has all this greenery, and was it butterflies? And she's moving on to birds. Right. It's like, okay, so she's figuring out how to make this a reality for herself, since that's where she is. Right. But is that going to end up being a problem in the future where she gets enough power to end up basically keeping three there? So you notice that comment then. That's what I yes. noticed here because she's like, well, this is your home too. Right. And I'm like, you know, he, he didn't even like comment on that. Kind of went right. Right. Yeah. And I went rut rope. Yeah, so I have a bad feeling, but I'm hoping that it won't get to that point. But just, right. you know, sometimes with these shows and those throwaway comments, you can't believe anything. Exactly. So finally, yep. all is said and done. Yeah. And two's like, you know, why don't we go see six? Yeah, we can, we can refuel and restock there. And they go and they're like, there's no communications. And they have Android look at, pull up video. And it's like, everything's up. They're like, what are those? It's people, like dead bodies all around. Right. And that's how they end it. You go, what? Where's Six? Yes. And, of course, back from last episode when it's like, uh, you know, activate the secret weapon. It's like, wait, <laughs> what does this mean? I don't like this at all. Right. What has Neiman done to Six's planet? Stupid Neiman. All right. Well, we really hope you guys are enjoying this. We definitely want to hear what you guys think. So fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook. And, oh, my gosh, just let us know. Good ratings and reviews, you know, all those things on every platform are helpful, and they help other people find us. And we really hope you are enjoying it. And if there's something you want us to talk about that we're not talking about, why don't you let us know what you think? Because we're always apt to up to, I can't even talk. We're all of those things to have people on the show with us. So let us know. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl-S. And I'm Steve. That wasn't pessimism. Simply a statement of fact. Like, we stole a ship. We're going through space. Or I could detach your head with minimal effort. Until next time.